An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They had their dreams, they had their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. Oh dear! Now PBL just said uh, rugby league, and I'm going to say it properly rugby league. No, I like to call it just league. It, I didn't need to say rugby anymore. It's league or union. Let's go back to the old days where it was league or union, and union didn't we didn't care. You're getting me fired up from the get go. It's rugby league. There well, is no question. We are now we, playing rugby we can league. Thank the mighty overlord all your life, but we can we can be true to ourselves occasionally, can't we, Dennis? Oh, rugby league is being true to ourselves. It is the what, truth. What's wrong with footy? That's well, fine play, because. We know what footy is, and that's rugby league. Correct. Correct? Rugby okay. league. <laughs> Welcome to Fire Up the Quiet Australians. Now, um, I should go quietly into the night after my team's lost, but I'm not. I'm going to play ball with all of you today and talk about the weekend that was, the opening of Resumption Day or Resumption Weekend. and uh, Resumption Round, I think. Resumption is the, Round is yeah. more appropriate. It I think is. so, yeah. But as a Dragons fan, you're more comfortable when you're losing, able to complain about the coach. I know where you got that idea from, Dennis. You are too young to know. You must be very comfortable. <laughs> the mighty Dragons did oh. not go comfortably with a loss. Uh, now, PBL just said there in our opening that it is people's escape. Uh, yeah, I thought so before the round started. I was very excited, anticipating, and, and I was enjoying the escape for a, a couple of days, Thursday and Friday. It all fell to shit on, on Saturday. <laughs> and then I thought, I'm going to cut my wrist here. This is no good at all, this stuff. Um, he did say it's our relaxation. I, I was not terribly relaxed. The, the whole, I was jittery. How about you, Chris? Well, I was. I didn't suffer all the way through that game because, you know, I try to enjoy my Saturdays. But I did tune in, and there were a few hearty souls Actually, on the bridge at Gosford, sort of peering into... <laughs> they looked a bit windy, didn't it? Central it like Coast slash Blue Tongue, whatever it's called, stadium. Yeah. Were you one of them? <laughs> no, I was not one. I was in the comfort... I was relaxing in the comfort of my home, that is true, if you can call it relaxing. I want to talk about, though, this uh, the recreation, this new era, and I would like to say that... Uh, since uh, Peter Volandis, it, like a meteorite struck the earth many, many, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of years Millions. ago. Millions, 72 course, million years ago, I think. Climate change moments where, you know, the ice age occurred, the dinosaurs lost the battle, and suddenly there's a new breed. And the little creatures, talking about the little creatures, we'll talk about the little men later in the show. The little creatures came forth and dominated the planet. Now, Volandis is like that meteorite in rugby league. He's come in, he's just, just run roughshod over everything. And I think we want to debate the effect. And in a sense, like oh. the master at the carnival. <laughs> so he's, he's, you're saying he's killed off the mega reptiles and he's replaced them with the agile mammals. Nimble is the other word Nimble. of the <laughs> Nimble, and, Nimble and agile, yes. Wow. You, you have to be. And I must admit, the game was even faster than I thought it was going to be on the weekend. What did you make of the first, uh, the first side of footy? Well, first what side? I'm trying to do is, can we put rugby lead into some sort of time structure like Mesozoic, Jurassic, mm. that sort of thing. Sure. 
Because so we are in the Valandic era. Yeah, I mean, what, what, I think it's, well, we are in the Valandic era, and I think it's already been noted historians, the likes of Roy Masters, who talk about, and we'll talk a little bit later about the impact of the big men and the little men. Yeah. But it's like the age of Leviathans is gone. The yeah. the lumbering beast that used to rumble over the rugby league paddocks Boyd. are gone. Yeah, yeah. And and the lumbering beast that knew nothing of art, Chris, knew nothing of technology or of innovation. Didn't know Rembrandt from uh, from Bowie. Didn't know anything. Suddenly, the art of rugby league has come to the fore. And I'd like to discuss with you the two big changes. And you, Dennis, the notion, first of all, of the crowd noises, the faux crowd noise, the fake crowd noise made by technicians on Channel 9 and Fox. Uh, first of all, your response. Uh, my response, as a, as a sound engineer, rubbish. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> rubbish. Do extrapolate, please. Unnecessary. We are at a remarkable time in history. We've had rugby league for hundreds of years, remember? Hundreds, hundreds of, years. of years. And this is a unique time. Rugby league has never not had crowds before. Yes. So why not embrace the uniqueness and listen to the on-field? Listen to what's happening on-field. Get get the sounds of what it's actually like. Feel the impact. Feel, hear them talking. Hear Cameron going, excuse me, sir, would you mind awfully explaining? Uh, could, could I just seek some clarification around the third tackle interpretation back there? You can hear him Dennis, saying that. I have Why sat, do you want I have some sat in the, I've sat in the producer's booth at Rugby League when the ref's microphone is up bloody loud, off and Isn't hearing great? Gavin Badger screaming, Get him off! Get him off! Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Move! So it's, it's like it's in my head now. I can't oh, get rid of oh, it. Oh, yes. It's and white it, noise. Yeah, I mean... Those words that we get from Overlord Volandis at the beginning of the show, they do resonate about escape and people's entertainment. Mm. And the idea is, is that rugby league had to come back because we need bread and circuses right yes. now in these difficult times. Yes. And you, in, in essence, the theory is you can't go to a circus and hear silence. True. And Chris, you might be referencing the Romans and bread and circuses. I think that's demeaning Volandis and what he's done here. The Overlord Sorry. has... I mean, to well, me... he's Greek for a start. To me, what, you know, what Christo and Gilbert and George were with conceptual art in the art world... And, you know, what craft work. And I saw Disclosure at the Opera House where the singers just appeared on screen. They weren't to be seen. They were on, let's, what do we call it, MIDI interface, you know, samples driven by the actual backing track on Ableton, you know. Wasn't that Sear at the football stadium? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, what they are to popular music and every d damn electronic pop act, which is faux, fakery or electronic. That's what Vlandis is bringing us into, this digital era where we can have fake crowd noises and we can have... Dare I say they're a bit clunky, but cardboard cutouts are fans. <laughs> well, so the cardboard been a bit cutouts are a whole lot better than the fan noise. The oh, cardboard, yes. There's an honesty in the cardboard cutout because someone's gone, I want to be there, I want to represent, I want to cheer yes. my team. You... Whereas you've got, you've got these fake, you've got these noises, which and, and they're rubbish as well. That's the thing. You, you, you're, you're trying to watch Parramatta yes, have you ever playing sat, in have Brisbane. Have you ever sat there watching the TV and going, oh, i just got to go to the, the fridge to get my drink, and you're hearing the crowd noise knowing it's all going well, and then oh, it starts going up in volume and intensity, and you go, shit, I've got to run back to my seat. Why have you not got your drinks exactly next to you? Why are you not prepared? <laughs> Why are you not prepared? But With in, a long neck. But, but in Brisbane, you're sitting there, and you're watching a game, and Parramatta score, and the crowd goes wild. No! There's three people without teeth in the Northwest corner Dennis, going. Have you been paying attention? That's they... what happens in Parramatta when Parramatta play in Brisbane. That is built into the algorithm. It's well, not. Yes, it is. It was the silence, and there's nothing better than I the sound of silence. The, the sound of silence in Melbourne when the Raiders score. Yes. The, if, the, if there was forty thousand people there, it would be just as silent as that it was on Saturday night. That would be And funnier. that's beautiful. You want to hear that silence, that space. Yeah. You want to hear Parramatta has scored. Yes. Parramatta's yes. thirty nil. Yeah, and 30 the roof is sipping their lattes to use a cliche. Exactly. You want I mean, to hear the sip. I mean. <laughs> 
it's hard for me to follow all this, right? Yes. Because you know I'm a simple guy. But first of all, are there idiosyncratic factors that are indigenous to each grounds? For example, you could never have oh, yes. Seabus Super Stadium as loud as Leichhardt Oval because it's never been as loud as Leichhardt Oval because of the different fortunes of Tigers and Titans yes. fans. Now, right? it, it is a real yeah. shame that they're not playing there because that would be great to have actual samples of actual crowd noises yeah. at Seabus Super Stadium being played in the game. It would throw let's, the players if a, they played Let's have a listen to them now, Pat. <laughs> No, that's them. That's how good yeah, is there that? You go, that's Seabus Super Stadium. Dennis, how good do they you sound? You like me? We have a rare uh, window into this that we have travelled around a lot of the ovals and heard, heard the noises. The clam-shaped shells of Amy reverberate uh, incredibly to a point where it's 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 nearly like overload for your eardrums. To See, I'm, I've never been to Amy Park. I wish uh, I had. It's it's one of my life goals. Bank West, of course, there's a lot of bounce, but it's a oh, pretty it's good beautiful. Bounce. Yeah, it's good bounce because it's up nice yes, and high. Yes, Hello, hello. <laughs> And the SCG, what happened to the SCG? The bloody PA is so loud because there's no one there. So that so they put it up way too loud. Hello, Rose again. Yeah, that, that, they put it up way too loud. On-ground DJ, it's Whereas crazy. At, at Western Sydney, yeah. it's a right-sized PA. It's a big enough place. There's enough sound. It actually sounds great. I like the PA there. It's fantastic. But you guys are into this sonic alchemy, clearly, that I don't oh, understand. Very much. Let, let's go back. Let's go. Channel 9 use a company called AFX. They're a, an external mob, and uh, they have built this system. We also know, we've, we've seen the interview with Fox. Who on, sorry, to... I hate to interrupt, Stephen, but yeah. didn't AFX used to make model yeah, I've still car got racing? Is that? Are they, they, they diversify? Are they yeah, repurposed? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is their version of hand sanitizer. Yeah, slot, this is slot, their version. Cars. Yeah, slot cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah AFX. Wow. AFX Aurora. Sky Electrics were at 116th and, and AFX were 125th oh, I scale. Electrics, you're right. Yeah, the 125th, they're awesome. Right. Uh, okay, so the other company for Fox decided they'd go to America and they got a company that with a quote of $2 million. Okay, so they Bargain. Oh, and, and you and I both know, or we should know, as audio involved people, that you, know, you get a bunch of samples and you, you bring the fader up and away you go. Put it on a loop. Get some extra yeah. noises to go, ah, when the crowds get excited, when there's a tribe, you play the tri-sting, away you go. Easy done. For $3,000, they got it done in-house by a guy called Tony uh, Kovalias, and uh, he just loves it. And apparently, he's got a wow pedal, like we mentioned, like Jimi Hendrix style, you know, style in the Family Stone style. Uh, and he just brings up the noises and the layers, and it's more, I think, subtle. Well, I think calling it a wah wah pedal is a bit of a it's it's a it's a volume pedal, it's just a, a MIDI volume, volume pedal. pedal right, so you've got that, and you've got you have Same attenuation. Mechanics, <laughs> it is like it, it it makes him an instrument, but I yeah. don't personally, as an audio wanker, yeah. I don't think it's perfect. So I don't think it's I don't I, and I and I actually enjoy the clarity of the game. And to me, hearing a crowd, and this is having worked in film, having scored films and TV shows, when there's something that's not on... And, and, and in, in stage, in musicals, you do not put something on stage that is not going to be used in the show because it's distracting and it's purposeless. If you have something on stage, it has to have a reason to be there. That crowd we know is not there. No, so when you, you know, hear, you when you hear the crowd, you hear the crowd. You've seen the camera angles are using really well. They're putting the cameras are up higher, pointing down a lot more downward. So they've done very well there. But then they show the crowd, and there's no one there. So when you hear the crowd roar and see the empty stand, you go, "I am being faked. This is fake." Dennis, and the whole reason Dennis, you like rugby league is because it's real. Three words: suspension of disbelief. It's, it's been used, exactly. It's been used in circuses and films exactly. for eternity. So how do I now trust the result of the game? How do I now know the game wasn't thrown? This is the world of Landis How did I know Verlandis didn't just say, <laughs> "Cameron, you're going to lose this one. Could you orchestrate it, please?" How do I know? Because it's being orchestrated, you, you and be... I don't trust rugby league when it's orchestrated. It's the artifice. You, you wouldn't be much fun at an Avengers movie, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and to me, one thing that's fascinating to me is that 
because you've got the you know you've got the in-house fox, you've got the third party yep. nine. It's two philosophies. Yep. Now I was I was doing like the guy does, I guess, when he masters a record. I was flicking between the two channels. Yep. AB, it's and, called AB. Thank you. And and my takeaways with this that it was brighter <laughs> and more dynamic on Fox, and there were a few errors. Like he got full on the wah wah pedal when Mike Acevo scored off a <laughs> forward pass at Suncorp. Whereas the um, Give him time. To me, the, the uh, Channel 9 was more Inno-esque. It was more ambient. Yes. And you had the impact stuff that you like more up in the mix. And I believe that so, people will make their ratings decisions going based forward. Based on the crowd noise abilities. Not on the teams. No. Not no. on the game itself, it's, but on the quality of the crowd noise. See, Dennis, you're coming to the no, front now. No, it's got, I'm about to think that you're going to have... This is good for you. This is gonna, good for you. You're going to get you're gonna get the tally on a Tuesday. You're gonna look brave at, new will that all will imagine, you know. And, it's and, teamless and Tuesday. We'll, we'll have a tube to the TV that we get an instant hit of Soma to make us happier. Yes. Yes, in case we're oh, I thought you were going to say we'll have, we'll have a tube like a Peter Frampton style of the... Understand the cardboard yes. cutter, which I think everybody has got a great laugh out of this weekend. I thought it was hilarious stuff. Dominic Cummings, the British minister that's on the run at the moment, he was seen. <laughs> well, I think he's just an advisor to Boris, isn't <laughs> Who did he? You see? Well, uh, I, I saw. Craftwork. <laughs> I actually think one of the uh, sound rigs looks exactly like Falk Griffenhagen's rig at Craftwork. When you look at it closely, <laughs> he's just moving his fingers up and down a screen, and yep. things happen. Uh, well, of course, uh, infamous serial killer Harold Shipman, also known as Dr. Death, was spotted in the stands. Uh, uh, and, of course, there was uh, even a little bit of uh, Tom Fallery on the Matty John show. Yes. Where they ran that absolute classic where they took the one which had the legitimate shot of the Joker from the Warriors. Yes. And behind him they had superimposed cardboard cutouts of two arch individuals. villains. Yeah, yeah and uh, they said... Who were the arch villains? Well, one of them was the Fuhrer. Oh, Adolf of, Hitler himself. No, no, they said it was Richard Wilkins. Ah, oh, that's a laugh. Juxtaposed with Adolf Hitler, and of course... I think you could call Richie or Dickie a lot of things, but not the Fuhrer, the, surely. And the world quite rightly is an uproar today because you can't... Well, you can make jokes with Hitler, but you've got to know when and how. I, I think, think Python have done it. Yeah, yes. it's, 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 it's like timing. Yeah. <laughs> Has Seinfeld done a Hitler joke? Yes, and Miss, the kids Mr. get Pitt. it now. Mr. Pitt, remember Mr. Pitt? And he sort of had the sort of the jobbers on. Oh, and yeah. got the boot polish. <laughs> so, but but that's the point. Yes. Because I think it's our members, perhaps of the Jewish community, are somewhat concerned about what went down on the Matty John show, and not just the joke, just yeah. the general description yeah. of the show. Yeah. But Seinfeld. Yeah, it's Larry ex- David. It's, it's accepted if your sense of irony or uh, your take on it is is declaring itself to be honestly. Against and fully aware of the understanding of what Hitler had done. Mel Brooks if you're just using it just to just have a cheap gag. It's not it, making Hitler just a cheap like gag is not on. Right? The guy who directed Jojo Rabbit. I mean, it's a complicated yes. <laughs> world, but it does show how rugby league under Volandis is morphing. Yeah. It is an escape. It's an escape where real people don't have to be there. They can just have fake two dimensional people. And the sound comes from the wizardry of people like your the good wizard. selves. Ooh. And let, let's just say, let's just. How quickly does the, does the world evolve or, or the revolution, as you call it, when the Dragons fans' as cutouts were leaving the stand yeah. earlier? Well, now, uh, genius, right? I, I, Beautiful. I, I found that unseemly. Beautiful. I mean, everyone trying to claim that joke, people yeah. on Twitter, yeah. the likes of Andrew Webster on the Sunday footy show going, oh, do you like that joke, boys, I made? I'm going to lead my column with it. Where Vossi called it at the game. Yeah. So on I'm going run. to give it to Vossi. Okay, what's yeah, next? Just to to well. What's next? What, what possibly, if you, if I can trust Dennis that you'll run with this concept, I know you disagree with the concept, uh, but what could PBL implement uh, a la the revolution of the fake 
artifice of rugby league. What he's going to get, what I'd say he should get, is supply all... When you get your club membership, yep. you get an iPad, and that iPad is one-to-one with another iPad that's on the face of the of the fan in the stands. Yes. So you have your face. You're actually watching footy you, on your iPad. Oh, yourself. And it's, so, so, wow. so, the, so the fan in the stand doesn't just have a photo of your face. It's got your actual face on iPad going... Right. And so, it has sound. And it has sound. So you're there. The iPad is going, yeah! Woo! You're not going to say, get him on side, are you? Get him on get side! Him side doing it all day, Riff. Doing it all day. So you've got, you've got 30,000 iPads wow. all saying that. Well, and we, then they can do that whole, like, that you like to do with the, uh, the app at, at uh, Lang Park where the iPads will all light up with different patterns and things. Lovely, like, lovely, how good? Lovely. So that's short, I think, of putting in full-blown robots. Well. And it's then, the next... of course, we've got the problem of Westworld. Yes. When the robots turn yeah, on us. When, the, when the hosts go rogue. <laughs> or they become self-aware. Well, what do you I, think, Chris? Well, I think the good news for you, Stephen, because we know that Peter Volandis listens to this show because we are rebranding or in the course of rebranding the PVL show. Yes. And he's actually gone back into the archives and he's listened to previous podcasts where you've advocated for a GPS to be put into the ball. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that, that launch of SpaceX yes. the other day yes. is to install the satellite. That can read... The metrics of the field with the ball. So what goes next? Yes. The referees go next because yes. it'll all be done from the International Space right. Station. Well, what about, I would suggest that uh, a la the virtual reality performance of Tupac. You may have seen that at one of those graphic um, performance nights. Frank Zappa. Michael Jackson. Frank Zappa. <laughs> you know, uh, which leads me to the, per- the path, of course, of like horse racing where in you call it Kino. Is that right, Dennis? I think it's part of Kino. You go into a TAB... There's a fake horse race. Oh, in, in, in the RSL club, yeah, they've got a fake in-house. And we're supposed to believe that's not rigged. Or yeah. controlled by some sort of chip. Oh, of course it is. Hello? Of course it is. There's nothing random about so it. So it's all pretty We could end up with actual no footy, real footy. It could just be another one of those sports entertainments where the results are predetermined and we'll love it. That's it. Now, what the referees need to do, you know, and in the first five rounds of the competition, for as long as I can remember, they go through this penalty blitz rubbish and they start new interpretations and they're blowing the players. But we don't go through this now for the next five weeks while they put their interpretation on what one referee should Leave the whistle in the dressing room and let's get on with the game about the speed of the play the ball. You're the blokes that are coaching the slow play the balls. I'm on the referee's side with this, provided they don't panic this week. Give a couple of penalties in the play the ball just to give six again. That will wake them up more than anything. I feel as though I'm, I'm irritated about this. Drop the mic, Gus. Drop the mic. Well said. Stay out of the game. Relax. We don't need you to do... Anything, Mr. Referee, we don't need you to do anything. Fire up. We're back. Uh, we are courtesy of the uh, Diamantina Media Network and FBI Radio here broadcasting the Quiet Australian with uh, Dennis Carnahan and uh, Chris Gale and myself, Stephen Ferris. Uh, there was another innovation that we need to talk about and the implications after the first round. Uh, it was called on the screen the Set Restart, Dennis. Yes. Now, this is it's a funny name, Set Restart, because the whole idea is to not have a Set Restart, that, that, that cheating teams like the Roosters, like the Storm, they would prefer to give away a penalty in front of their goalposts because their defensive line isn't set. So they like to set their defensive line. So instead now, the referees, are under Volandis' instruction, yeah. if someone infringes in the ruck, someone's well, offside, what whatever. Do what do you hear? Well, what you hear... Yeah. Because I didn't, I, it was also fast. I was at the ground. You'll see that the referee is going six again, six again, yeah. and then you'll hear this. Wow! Is that that somebody killed the cat for that? <laughs> no, that that is actually that original is a sample of 
Ricky Stewart at home <laughs> after a loss, and they've and they've, the run, cat. and they've run that through a Fairlight synthesizer, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is just an Australian innovation success story. Yeah, yeah. and that's what's and that's actually at the ground. I thought it was just like the whoosh, last bit tackle. <laughs> no, it's Can at I the hear ground. That again, Dennis, please, it's at the ground. Certainly. And it's, now, it's actually. Do you remember when Peter Hoare took a cat on his tricycle yes. in the middle of the ground at Newcastle? Yeah, Newcastle. <laughs> what happened to that the poor cat? The cereal pest. Yeah, yeah. Is that the cat that they just? No, it's, this is Ricky's. That's this Ricky's is, cat. So it's, it's still alive. This well, is when he was a player. A, so a cat, no animals hurt. <laughs> no. no, or, no it's all actually, I actually suspect it's not a cat. It is, in fact, Ricky himself. Now, now first of all, if you're a cat lover and you're footy player and you hear that noise on the field, wouldn't that throw you a little bit? That's Automatically. Why, that's why a lot of defences are getting torn to what shreds. What the hell was that noise? They're all looking, they're looking around, around and, and they're not focusing on the player. Just run straight through the middle. <laughs> 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 So it's not a it's not a set, Dennis. As you it's said, a, it's like the crowd noise. It's a bit. There's a bit of fine tuning. I think. Chaos is momentum, isn't but, it? But doesn't this speak to the genius of Volandis, right? Because people are claiming that Bennett came up with the idea. Yeah. It was Graham Annesley and Junior Pierce. We all know it's Volandis. You know what? I've said this in 2013 on ABC Grandstand. I said it again in 2014. I've made the comparison. Stephen, turn your ears off. Yes. There's a game called AFL, and in the game of AFL, if you give away a free kick, it's it's you just get a free kick. Whereas in, and, and there's 30, 40 a quarter. There's just heaps of them. They don't yeah. matter that much because a free kick in a game that's in a, on a field Sorry. that's 200 metres long. Forget about it. It's AFL. Don't okay. worry about it. In a game that's 200 metres long, one kick is 50 metres. Whereas in a game that's 100 metres long and you get six tackles, getting another six tackles and a start, if you're down your end, that's a huge deal. Big and deal. people yeah, screw off the them. Suburb. So suddenly, if you, if you infringe... It, it appears to be less of a penalty if you just go six again. But it makes not. the appearance that it is. But it actually means that you can't set your... So people were cheating it and setting their defensive line, giving away penalties on purpose. Cheating. Can I, I say, make a cheating. technical comment here, which yes. is unusual for me? Uh-oh. Robbo, the genius of boys, concede the penalty, lay over the player, we'll get our line set, we trust each other. And let's face it, I hate to say it, the Roosters are good defence. No, they are. But that, set, they're a good set defence. They don't like broken field play. That penalty means that the opposition could score off the net six of set of six. With the set restart, now it's they should score. And this is the genius of Volandis. He is able to turn up, down, black, white. Mm -hmm. So he goes, we are reducing to one referee, and then all of a sudden it's actually three referees because two referees have become yep. touch judges. The set restart, as so eloquently put by Dennis, is not a set restart it's at all. It's a shambles. It's an anti-set restart. It's a restart. chaos restart. And the penalties, which of course were down this round <laughs> compared to last year, 9 versus 13, because they don't report said set restarts. Yeah. No wonder the cat is screaming. Let's call it a repeat six, shall we? Six to go. Six to go. Six again. Six again. <laughs> six again. The, the six. cat's on the I, run. I, I tell six you, what, where, was, where is, was Ricky's cat last year in the grand final? Well, I think what you like last year in the grand final, was, there was the classic where Cooper Cronk, he decided he was, they were more likely to, to, to be able to defend for 10 minutes without him than he was able to stop Joshua Parley. So yes. he chose to get, get sent off. Yeah. And again, they, because they back their defence. They believe that they Correct. can defend. If their defence is set, they'll be fine. The defence was broken. Bugger that, we'll give away a penalty. Yeah. That's, that's gone. Yeah. That's gone. And when Cooper made that selfless decision, in, in, or the, the, the most professional the team, decision, absolutely superb. And you know what his words were as he left the boys on the field? 10 minutes. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs>
There you go. Now, we're assuming Easy. that with 18 rounds and 17 to go that, that PVL will come up with a revolution every round. Oh, we, we, we're we, waiting for this week's announcement, right? He hasn't got going yet. <laughs> he hasn't even started. He hasn't, he, come on now. He's got that great magic box of ideas he's been holding on to for, since he was the one from did, the gong, right? I'm pretty sure you mentioned last week he said he was going to come in when there's a crisis, fix it up, and then fade to the background. Yeah. And I think his fading to the background is the same as Tony Abbott saying, I'm not going to go to the backbench and I'm going to snipe. And, and, <laughs> Dennis, not, there, if you look anywhere in the world, there's a crisis happening. Oh, yeah. Anywhere and he'll be there. He's like the there. Thunderbirds yes, now. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? So, it's international can rescue. You imagine, can you PVL. P- tra- Volandis Island. Yeah. He's got Volandis 1 is up in space. and Vol- No, that's Volandis 5. He is Jeff Tracy, oh, Scott Virgil, it. Gordon, Alan, He's John, the lot. Tintin, Carano, and The Hood. Wow. He's the whole box of What about Lady dice. Penelope? Well, okay. yes. yes, Parker. <laughs> is that Brad Parker that plays for Manly? Probably not. Now, boys, Could I be. forgot that uh, that rugby league is a, is, a, is a metric game. It's driven by eight numbers, and there's 16 teams and only eight can win. Correct. Every well, round. except with the exception of Newcastle Penrith. That is a rare exception. Mm, very rare. You've got me there. Essentially, um, I in, in my in my naive way, I was stumbling into this you know, this round like you know some sort of zombie, thinking it'll be all right, it'll be great. But there were winners and there were losers. <laughs> Let's go around the winners, shall we? And 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 I hate to say it, but uh, Eastern Suburbs looking very tight, very efficient. I professional, a, professional, well drilled, like a proper rugby league team. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. Parramatta, they look willing. Well, I yeah. don't want to get up on my soapbox, but who are the outstanding players for Parramatta? Well, the, the double M's, Madison and bloody um, Moses. But I'm going to say another. I'm going to say another thing about Parramatta: yeah. <clears throat> flat track bullies. Ooh. That's what I'm going to say. Wow, They're playing the Broncos, like yeah. the Broncos. Now, let's look at the Broncos. The Broncos have somehow survived the meteor crash, yeah. and they've got these massive dinosaur forward Huge. pack, yeah. and they're just bumbling and stumbling yes, and yes. rumbling around. Diplodocuses and brontosauruses. This huge, and they and they've got these little rodents, these little, yeah, little eels. The little, yes. men, the little beetles. What they couldn't they couldn't control it. They could, oh, he's gone past me. So, so in contrast, Dennis, of course, the one shiny moment for the Broncos was when Brodie Croft scored. And the great Gus Gould, in reflecting about this, you know, the six again, cat screaming, you know, little men brought in the game, he goes, what a great moment for our game as Brodie Croft out-sprinted some tiring eels forwards. A little man making the bigger men look stupid. That's what makes our game great. That's what kids love and, to see. That's what excites the crowd. See, I object any, to that. Anybody under 5, 10, nodding their heads going, yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking across the table here and seeing <laughs> one person. We have an ideological oh, yeah, rift here. They're both blonde, yeah, but so one, of them, likes it, now. one yeah. of them Big doesn't. Big bloke first, little blokes. I'm infurious. I stand with Payne Haas on this. And can I go further? <laughs> Professor Roy Masters had this to say. And again, is this true? Every league fan loves the sight of the <laughs> tiny half weaving through well, the you, behemoths. He asked the question. And it has become a defensive game and a big man's game. Yeah. It's a little bit like the last dance. I don't buy this, uh, what's his name? Michael Jordan. To you know, they're, they're that big now, right? They, they, they stride the basketball You mean Michael field. Jennings? No, I'm talking about basketball. Haven't heard of it. Okay. Chris has. Yeah. He goes, the, notion, the notion that the, the court doesn't get any bigger. Oh, so you think, so you think Payne Haas should go play basketball? Is that what no, you're saying? I'm just saying. No, no, he, he probably could. No, Eric no, Lee. No, Eric he thinks Lee that could. Payne Haas should just be left out to drive. Because... I'm saying, do you remember when tennis players were once perhaps just under six foot? Now, of course, they're all six foot six, Can, right? Stephen, how tall are you? I have no idea. Five, six and a half? Chris, how is Yeah, yeah, I'm six, six, six. six yeah, okay, <laughs> Brodie Croft, do you know how tall Brodie Croft is? I'm going to put this up on, uh, yeah. the, up on the, the... Brodie Croft, it says here on Google, <laughs> 1.89 metres, that's 6'3". It says 
He's Brody a little guy. Croft is six foot three. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's one seventy-seven. Right. Okay, but it says on Google. Look at that, Brody Croft. One point eight nine meters. Yeah, right. Broncos spin. But rubbish. Roy talks about the side of the tiny half weaving through the behemoth as if he was riding a mini scooter through a herd of drugged elephants. <laughs> I mean, I've often done that to you, Chris. I, we've, I we've, been out, that we've been out of the horde pavilion, you know, just like you're the her- one herd of elephant, one elephant. And you have you bring up basketball. <laughs> what are they on basketball? Up. They've all developed three point shots now, so the big guy's irrelevant in basketball as well. I used to be something. <laughs> now they're just raining threes. You're on missing me. the point. Rugby league has been building bigger men at pace, and the little guys have been squashed like bugs. <sighs> Now's their chance. <sighs> Maybe we should have and a don't wait. we all love that? Seeing Maybe they should guy, be wait for age. The NRL should go wait for age. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I say congratulations, West Tigers? Thank you very much. Okay. How'd you feel? Well, and, and perhaps in contrast to most of the games, we came out of the blocks early and then Cronulla surged back a la Wade Graham attacking our right half. And yeah. uh, The boys are looking good, but I do think you can draw a contrast between the off-season isolation training, well, sorry, during-season isolation training of Alex Twoll, look yeah. magnificent. Mm. The, the, the Leilures looks like they might have been on a good paddock. And I was very concerned when we went to Lemons at half time, but uh, Madge weaved his magic. And I think, I, you know, when we had the fire up breakfast with Madge earlier yes, this year, I do. Yes. we shared a few thoughts with him, and I think he mm. probably relayed them to the boys. He's still in my, my brain. He's, I, I, when I see him, I go, ooh, I better be careful. Well, yeah. He influences you. Uh, now, when he sees Chris, he still has that tear. I know, that's so. <laughs> we'll talk about that another day. Uh, okay, uh, Cronulla Dugan. Dukes. <laughs> Dukes. Was brought back in he because. He's done good. Because of uh, some uh, unfortunate drug well, issue. Well, nothing makes me sicker than seeing the Morris kitties at the Roosters. <laughs> they are born and bred red and whiters, you know? Nothing I, I really they, they... more than seeing those two. I've part. never seen them play better. I would have thought they are born of... and bred red. What, weren't they Wollongong boys? What do you mean red? Steelers. It's the same thing, Dennis. We're not going to get through your silly skull that we're happy to have the South Coast with You're us. not happy. Very happy. <laughs> same colours. Same red V, same logo, little word at the bottom. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> little dip of the hat in little the bottom, that's all. And they should be grateful. And every year, whoever wins the jersey contract, be it ISC, Classic, whatever, they get these specifications. And the Illawarra is just slightly smaller <laughs> every year on the emblem. 8.5 point, yeah. Anyway, so no, no Josh Morris, of course, as of which they brought the cherry bloke, uh, yes. Bronson in. And, uh, and Dukes, of course, you know, Jaw of glass, you know, he's back in and he scores what two or three? Well, Duke two, scored two. Got a and he was looking fantastic until uh, David Nafaluma took the uh, the uh, dropout catch and uh, came up against him and Chad Townsend, and it was really uh, turnstiles. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's good at that. He's famous now, for that. I, I looked manly, great. Yeah, Tommy Turbo, terrific. But uh, the Raiders done us proud, you know. Like, and first of all, there was Melbourne who did not get the memo, did not get the chip update to say that there is this six again thing going That's on right. and little guys are going to run fast and we're not going to hold people downtown doing exactly what they've done for the last decade or more. You know who I blame? The NBN. Right, because it's not fast enough. Got, well, that's right. They, they, they're trying to do the upgrade yeah. down there at Ames Park, and the NBN's not good yeah. enough. So we're talking about fibre to the node. What's but, going on? No, it's just HFC there. There's just cables, no fibre. But the conflict is, is that there is you know Melbourne Storm slowing down the game every single tackle, <laughs> and yet the referee somehow went, "That's all right," because I'm sort of used to them doing that instead of going six again. Can we normally the ref should be doing this on every Melbourne tackle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Six again, please. I didn't see many. There were a few. There were a few. Joey, I mean, personally, as watching the game... It was your pleasure. There was one moment where Joey, where Grant Atkins, Joey, was seen behind Toots. Toots was having a shot at goal. I thought, gee, Joey, he's a good-looking man, Grant Atkins. I thought, gee, he's looking good. But I kind of didn't notice he was refereeing. 
I didn't right. notice it. Like I didn't. It, to me, the game just flowed. It just flowed on. You it didn't, didn't and me. you didn't see it. Oh, it flowed for me. You, it flowed you, like you a George Williams I'm pass. Whenever I watch Mel, I'm obsessed with that with that moment. That. Four but, second, five second but moment. But don't you sit there and look at it at the end of the game, like at that that moment where four Raiders players, mm. so uh, Vunavalu is stepped in field, he's got the ball, and Croker's going, "Come to my loving arms," yes. and has grabbed him, <laughs> and then Papa's come over and going, "Come on, boys, oh, let's poetry. let's have a cuddle." And they've rolled over the sideline, and they've they've peeled up, and I took great pleasure. And Croker's going, "Yeah, got you there, buddy." I took and, great oh, pleasure. it was yeah. beautiful. Georgia Williams, good play. Someone's got to rein him in. But, but you know, I think the Raiders did twenty-two six. I think they were right in. I think they were. And Georgie Williams, Pappenhausen, bang, <laughs> smashed him. <laughs> Bromwich, bang, smashed him. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was just, it was glorious. But do you know the? I just said glorious. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Do you know the really annoying rugby league fan who just goes there and every game, no matter what happened, goes get them back ten. They're not ten, right? Yeah, yeah. And this season, you might have a point. Yeah. But <laughs> that's all they watch. They all they watch is the ten meters infringement. The whole, they're not enjoying yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah. You. Pretty much shouldn't watch the Storms play. I cannot watch them without feeling hatred. No, all you do is just zero in on yeah, that. On the so, and the thing is, and you, you have missed an illusion, Chris. I don't believe. I'm, am I going mad? Yes. <laughs> See what 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 happened to you on Saturday night? You went to watch a beat poet who was just free forming, and you're looking at his shoes. Yes. You'd yes. need to listen to are, the are art. You, you need to appreciate the art. The art of Croker getting this I, bullet pass I, and not going bang back, but just going Dennis, lob. In hindsight, that's fine. But at the time, I thought, oh, no, they're going to get away with it somehow. And they didn't. They but that's didn't. the beauty. So that's the tension <laughs> and release. Know, that's the I art. Know. That's the call and response. <laughs> they might have got away with it if it was a Asafa Solomona hadn't kicked on the third. But are you oh. describing the Raiders as the Allen Ginsberg of the NRL? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Fair point. Pretty well, much. Look, this is all part of the Volantis Revolution. We'll come back and we've got more stuff to talk about in just a moment here on Fire at the Quiet Australian. <laughs> Alan Ginsberg, look him up. You know, I listen to three people in the morning. I listen to the Prime Minister, the Premier and Peter Volantis. The Quiet Australian, I'm not going to go quietly. I should go quietly. They should just put me down now after my team's loss. But uh, if I could, Chris, you may have a little thank you, a little mention. We just want to give a shout out to one of our fellow podcast shows, the Hello there Sport Podcast. Dennis and Stephen as I'm directed down the barrel of the camera. Now, if you listen into Fire Ups Quite Australia to learn something about rugby league, you're obviously sorely mistaken. And Alan Ginsberg. That's correct. <laughs> and our analysis is nothing like Tom and Eddie do on the Hello Sport podcast. These guys, first of all, they're a lot younger. They're in connection with the game. Better looking. They, yes, much better looking. They broadcast to the punters and the dribblers, which basically... <laughs> Covers all of rugby league's fandom. Yabras. And get this, as you can tell, any time that we stray into something like AFL or basketball, we know nothing about other sports. They cover other sports. Why would you? So get on the Diamantina Media Network right now and subscribe to the Hello Sport podcast. I know I do, and I know they will. Exactly. Rightio. Uh, it's a broadening world, this podcast world, isn't it, Chris? And we're just we're getting our heads wrapped around how we handle this sort of stuff. I, I feel like we're, we're just sliding to the back of the pack. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it used to be fairly... Open, but now it's a very, very crowded space. Very competitive too, Chris. Yeah. Uh, the opening round of resumption, or the resumption round, uh, there was some damage, some collateral damage, and it didn't just start on game day for the Dragons or Mary McGregor. It started during the week, apparently, with a, a, a warm-up game or competitively played warm-up game between the B team and the A team, those that couldn't make it in and those that did make it in. What was the result? 
dragons lost. <laughs> dragons lost to their own. That was the result. To their shadow the, self. The, the, I think the question was which was the A team, which was the B team. Well, I mean, well one of them was described as ragtag, and based on Saturday's evidence, which one do you that think? That was the one that yeah, played. And I surprised myself. I think I know that that's called an opposed session. Opposed session. Yeah, it was well more done. than opposed. And but the good news is, is that the dragons haven't completely lost the plot because what they did is actually film that session, yeah. and they've sent the DVD out to all the club members so that at least they can see some dragons actually win again. That's nice. That's very generous. Very, very considerable. Uh, look, the pylon was extraordinary, wasn't it? I mean, you know, some legends like Mick Ennis, etc. James Legends. <laughs> Everybody piled on the dragons. Quite rightly so. That, that to me, and to me, it's, an, it's a mystery when you follow a team and you think, right, we've had how many weeks off? Eight, nine weeks to get ready again, to reset after two, admittedly not terribly bad losses, just on the edge of it. Thinking, right, Flano, assistant coach, bit of mongrel, you know, uh, there's new a new training coach for speed, etc. Got to be working better than what it was, and and they have a team, admittedly full of players that have played in state of origin and for Australia and or New Zealand, some of them, uh, who really look like they shouldn't have been there. I think you've actually uncovered the problem right there. Mm-hmm. Is in that eight or nine weeks where they are off yep. individually, yep. and then they come back, and Mary goes, "I can't wait to get back with the boys in the bubble. Here we go." Every time he turns up to training, who's already arrived in the car park? Gazelle? Flanner. Flanner. Oh, right. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Mary's going till about 8, 9 o'clock at night. He's sort of, you know, he's on his laptop trying to sort of spin it out to show he's hardworking. Who's still got the midnight oil burning? Yeah, Flanner. Flanner, right. Can you actually successfully hold the dressing room when your successor, yeah. Flanner... Premiership winning coach. Yes. More recently than Mary, well, in fact, and ever. probably a, probably a street scrapper. Yeah, at so, his heart. So you talk about sword of Damocles. It's yeah. like a, a nuclear missile above him. So you, you're talking about you've, you've got Kevin Rudd in the back bench. <laughs> well, while, while Julia Gillard's She's trying to do the right minister. thing. You know? God, yes. <laughs> Did you see Kevin Rudd talking about the the U.S. riots and Trump on the weekend? Oh, he no. has got a mullet. <laughs> Seriously, get online and have a look at Rudd's hairstyle right okay. now. He's let it all hang out. Wow. He's looking like uh, yeah. something out of Austin Powers or something. Wow. And I'm imagining Murdoch was responsible. Yeah, I think I saw it on Media Watch, so right. that's a credible outlet, isn't it? Okay, yeah. It is. So, uh, look, it's it's very, very hot topic. He's got two weeks to go against, you know, apparently like easy beats. And if that ain't going to happen, the Dragons don't have the money to pay him out and get a new coach. And if that ain't going to happen, Flanner's not supposed to play as a lead coach till next year that ain't gonna happen Bennett's still got a contract what's gonna happen <laughs> Dean Young they'll do what England did to allow that uh, West Indian bowl they'll just change the rules change. Volandis will go the Volandis era Volandis, where's Volandis from from yeah. Wollongong what's his natural team the St George Dragons so he's gonna go the archer principle okay another big thing of course was that Let's face it, COVID-19 is, is taxing us. It's costing us a lot of money around the world. It's going to cost you a lot of money because you've got to pay uh, Marriott out about a million bucks. Exactly. Believe. And yes. I've paid my membership and I'm not going to the games, but I'm happy to pay as long as I do the right thing. Uh, and I may even pay for a cutout as well, you know. Fingers up in the air. Uh, <laughs> but um, anyway, it's been announced by the, you know, the Premier's done a backflip saying that uh, the $810 million that was going to redevelop uh, the big stadium, ANZ, the big girl. The Olympic Stadium. I, I love the image, by the way, of Gladys Berejiklian doing a backflip. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a tremendous Terry Evans style. It I'd is. love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that too. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that he, I think his is metaphoric. I think you're thinking about Tinger or, you know, like. <laughs> so, and or then Mundine. Of Mundine. He people stepped into the bridge very quickly and said, whoa, we could use that $810 million for four mini 
Bankwests? Yes. Yes. Being situated at Campbelltown? Correct. Coggera? Correct. Where else? Penrith. Penrith. Brookie. Brookie. I like it. Isn't there a centre of excellence due for Brookie? But I don't well, think it's his money. No, of course it's not his money. So, so Gladys goes, we can't do the refurb because we need it for job creation. And I agree you create some jobs when you build stadiums, but I don't know about the longevity of that job creation. If One job per million things. dollars is yeah. the um, ABS. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea in his mind of the sort of Matryoshka doll principle. Right. Say that again. The Matryoshka doll principle. You know, oh, the yeah. oh, oh, yeah. no, say it a third you time because you said it differently. Say it a third time. Yeah, yeah, into the yeah, big yeah. bank west yeah, yeah. into ANZ. I think it's a with terrific one, idea. Isn't it Babushka? No, it's Matryoshka. Matryoshka. Yeah, and, Babushka and, was the song with Kate Bush. Yeah. Yeah. you good. Oh, fantastic. When you are young men. <laughs> we talked about Fairlight Computers before. Can we talk about Kate Bush? I could go on. Okay. Uh, and that one extra added bonus was that apart from them being modern and digitally equipped, etc., comfortable, great food, etc., they'd be covered... So you could play sport for any time of the year, air-conditioned or in rain, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, and if you saw Volandis being interviewed on this idea, he said that the capacity would be fifteen to twenty or 18 to 20,000, yeah. and he did this because we all know yeah. that, in fact, it'll just be the playing field and then the whole crowd and stands will just be simulated. Robots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, modest, modesty screen. Like, yes. Yeah. LED It'll, it'll be modesty screen <laughs> around there, yeah. and, and on that will be projected... Dennis, you actually, of any of us here, you actually went to some of the grounds. You went up to Gosford on uh, Thursday night? I went... No, Friday. Thursday night was at, at Lang Park. I yes. went to um, Gosford. No, it was Lang Park. I went to Suncorp. Yep. Uh, no, I didn't go to Suncorp. I went to Central Coast Stadium, but I only set up there. Blue <laughs> well, it's not called Blue Tank. Blue Tank. It isn't called Blue, Blue Tank. It doesn't exist. It's Central Coast Stadium. Right. It, it actually. I have to accept it, that. It, thank you. CCS. It's CCS. That's exactly what it's called. CCS. As it, and then the CTS Campbelltown right. Stadium because it's owned by Campbelltown. Didn't see that game, but I did go to the game at Western Sydney Stadium and saw that, and yeah. I saw the game. Thank you. I saw the game at Campbelltown Stadium. Campbelltown Stadium. <laughs> the ninth wonder because What's it's the because it's the home ground. <laughs> Because, well, the eighth one is obviously Leichhardt, home yes. ground of the Tigers, so this has to be the ninth, surely. Um, what was your experience? That's what I want. I don't okay, care about the Okay, my experience was it, was it was very haphazard and military at the same time. And from my understanding of military operations, they are very haphazard. And okay. the army is all about queuing up and waiting and waiting and okay, waiting. Knock on your then, then. then marching and then waiting and waiting. That's, that's what military experience is. That's what this was. It was just... Doesn't sound pleasant. There's venue zone, there's clean zone. I guess, you know, to be fair, there was... A, it was there was so many unknowns in it, so everyone's just turned up four or five hours early to to you know make sure we're all protocol and all good. The protocols were all kept. It was all very sensibly done. The main thing I noticed as an observer of the game was that um, the game on Friday night. It was so fast, and having watched on TV, and it's going to sound sorry, it's an AFL thing. Everyone says AFL is, is so much better live than on TV. Rugby league, mm. as against the old rug, the the pre um, the pre Volandis, the pre comet, the pre meteor, it is so much faster. And the distance, if you look at the the meters run per game, and no one's put this stat up as against two weeks ago or nine weeks ago to now, they're all buggered because they're running so far. You look, yeah. you saw the Storm Raiders game; they're all making eighty meters a set. There's so much running. So you're sitting... It's like watching tennis. I'm not sure, right. I'd, I'm not sure I like this, but I'll see if we make the eight, then I'll tell you. Um, I presume you were in the dirty zone the whole time. Is that right? I was in... It's called... Everyone in there calls it the dirty zone. The correct term is stadium zone. Uh-huh. Right, stadium so zone. It's a colour coordinated for the cleans versus the dirties? Uh, at four hours before kickoff... So the yellows can't walk into at, the red zone? At four hours before kickoff, you hear a certain noise... Well, it's actually not the cat noise. There's a noise, and then there's an announcement saying it is four hours to kick off. 
everyone must leave the clean zone. Right. And the cleaners come in and they then sanitise everything and then dirty zone people at three hours before the clean zone then becomes the clean zone and that's when you're allowed, that's when they're allowed in. And when the when it's over and you're leaving, do you have to, like Karen Silkwood style, go through some sort of um, high-powered antiseptic shower naked? The most, the most confronting part, when you turn up, they take your temperature with a with this a temperature gun. Mm. So you've got this security guard leans over and points a thing at your forehead. And I I found it so good. You threw him on his back, didn't you? I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grabbed his arm. Bang. Jason Bourne style. Oh, that's right. Don't you point that thing <laughs> at me? But it it is. And he's standing there, arm outstretched, because he's got to keep social distance. And you've got this thing pointing head by head. It's really off did, did you get a reading? Can you yeah. remember? What did you get? What'd you get? I, I can tell you if you want. I'm keeping a record. In fact, everyone that's doing it is keeping a record and we're running a book. Um, I got 36.2 and 36.3 was Friday night, 36.2 on so, Saturday. So I've been clocking in around about 36.3 and they say normal's 37. So what does this say? Um, if you're if you're over 30, 36.2 was, oh, Campbelltown was 36.2. Um <laughs> Sounds like one of the score lines from the weekend. Can I just inst- Isn't that how Manly beat the box up? Can I instigate a new a new part of this podcast? Yes. It's called Bullet Point Finish. Yes. We just hit some quick Let's go. hard goals. Rapid round. Wrap this bugger okay. up, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, the rivalries. I was very disappointed in the Roosters South combo at the end of the game. Did you notice that? Turn my stomach. Yes. Like oh, I mean, this is puke stuff. It's it's explicable by the fact that they basically play for each other these days. And yeah. It's hard to know who's who, be they Crichtons or Mitchells or whatever. Yes. But uh, and it's it's also happening geographically. So Teddy Tedesco wrote an article about how he <laughs> in Coogee had a car speed off yelling. This is in Coogee, mind you. Yeah. Go Which South, is border, border town. Yeah, go, yeah. Go, cows, go South, Michael Luck the Roosters. Yeah. And that he gets ridden in a Rose Bay, Rose, Rose Bay. Bay fish the, shop. The heart of the, the... Full of South livery and lots of, you know, little yeah. chirps of go South. So, yeah. I mean... Who's I in the they've wrong got, there? They've got a... Well, they I think... they got to hide, haven't they? I think Gladys Berejiklian's in the wrong. I think the state government has to legislate mm-hmm. where you lived. Yeah. You know in the old days where you lived determined who you played for? You remember that. I, I remember reckon, that. I remember yeah. that. No, now I remember, it's got to be where you live is who you go for. In the paper, they used to name the teams. There was an asterisk because this guy lives out of uh, sorry, asterisk, not asterisk. Asterisk saying this person is from out of area. Which of course is what Wayne Bennett is pushing for right now. And and, and, you know, I I know what they say, but when your team's been thumped. And then they're unraveling their tapes and whatever, and they're basically hugging each other like their best mates. Because they've all played for each other, and it's the same Ryan's area. Point, I believe it's a, I believe it's a hoax. <laughs> I believe the whole Rabbitohs Roosters thing is a hoax manufactured by Politis and Volandis and and Russell Crowe for ratings. Yeah, it's the same as a fake. It's the same as a fake crowd. Yeah, Russell Crowe's quote: he, he, "He believed the Roosters were going to stink up the joint." <laughs> That's not it's bad all, stuff. It's all just theatre. It's, it's, it's all theatre. Uh, the ratings were astronomical. Astronomical, weren't they? Yeah, well, didn't they say it was the best since round nine last year? Fox's best ever. <laughs> no, ever 2014. Bought, 2014. Fox's best ever. Wow. wow. Ever, ever. Yeah, Does yeah. that include the 300 billion overseas that they were looking at? Including the Olympics. Did that, the Olympics? Imagine if they didn't have the crowd noise then. I really would have rated wow. that. Exactly. So the ratings were big. Um, I would like to say Bronson Cherry, who of course was... Uh, we're waiting on sample B, correct? Can I simply say when it's one drug, it's an illegal drug, when it's more than one, it's, it's a, a cocktail. cocktail. It's a cocktail. So, Bronson, I looked up the uh, the genealogy of the name Cherry, X-E-R-R-I, and you you telling me it's Maltese. Yes, Maltese. I didn't know what it was. Yes. Uh, the words that came up were wicked, mm-hmm. evil, bad, and criminal shark. That's right. <laughs> All synonymous. <laughs> exactly. And finally, um, 
This week, any any ideas of what you might to expect this week? Looking forward, as they say. Yeah, I know exactly what I have. I have a, a really, really uncomfortable feeling in the pit of my stomach because we're taking on the Titans, yeah. and all that good work oh. could unravel so yeah, that's, easily. That's pressure and stress. It isn't really, it's not. I don't Dennis? feel good. Um, oh, I haven't even looked at the games yet because uh, there's too much work to do. But I, I know we've got the Knights, and it's the Knights whether whether they're going to have the halves or not. I don't know. I suspect the Raiders are going to win twenty two six. I think they're going to win 22-18. And, of course, once you've, you've, your whole world has been dashed, your fairy tales have gone, I've got nothing to look forward to. Yes, Stephen. Have you, have you, have you, have, Except let, your voice just broke. Yeah. So that's a good thing. You finally have. <laughs> the, old yeah. ex, the old expression is you don't win premierships in March and now it's been re-batched yes. to, June. <laughs> to June. But are you done with... Are you calling your season? Well, that's the idiocy of the fan, isn't it? Yes. Every week I live in hope again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. And again, another shout-out to it's Andrew Rose. You can say, thank God for the Bulldogs. Because <laughs> yes, that's who yes, you got yes. this week. And finally, uh, Chris, have you got any information about where people can find us if they need to find us, etc.? Yes. So we have a Facebook page. Well, they're listening to just us, so they probably have. Plug in. Yeah, just quietly. Fire up. <laughs> but we need all that support. We need you to share yeah. the podcast. And like it. And like the We're Twitter desperate feed. desperate to be liked. It if you don't. The Instagram. Just angry. Get angry. Yeah, angry. Give the it a hug. Yeah, Give it a really hug. Don't but, care. But no. more importantly, having subscribed, just press listen so it looks like you've listened even if you just <laughs> fast forward to the end. But share it because we'd like to grow, get the message out. We love doing this on the Diamantina Media Network. In the world of artifice, just pretend. Yeah. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Okay. See ya. <laughs>